Chicago. Welcome into the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by Hong Kong Goose Island. Official beer <laughs> of CHGO. <laughs> Find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com forward slash locations. What's up, everyone? Kevin Kaduk, head of content at CHGO, joined as always by Casey Standerhar. Mark the Carm, Carmen, and behind the board is Failing Lawrence. Visibly. Yet again, I don't like the studio. Benedetto. Right. Woo. Smile. We are very proper. Oh. Over there muttering to himself. Yep. It's like the old Italian man that he is. I don't like the way this camera makes my hair look. I look, I look like I have orange hair. Last week you complained about being orange too, so it would be the same, and this yeah. is a different camera. Maybe I'm so. just orange. <laughs> a little. Could be me. Could be. You have been indicted by 17,000 people, and now, no, let's not do that. Keep on going. You look I want to thank everyone who's joining us today on this gloomy Thursday afternoon. I'm going to crack a full pocket pills, because why not? Goose. 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 After this, I am going out with Jake Flanagan to check out the setup at Fireplace Inn. We are having a Bears watch party there on Sunday night. For the Los Angeles Chargers game, it is free admission, but make sure you hit that RSVP on the brand new CHO website at allchgo.com. Also, if you can't make that, let's say you live in the south suburbs, tomorrow at 5 p.m., this is your happy hour. This is where we want you. The Blackhawks take over at Legends in Mokina, not Manuka. Those are two different places, uh, as I learned this week. But uh, Jay... Mario and Greg are going to be out there. I may be there if I can swing it. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. $5 Blackhawks Pale Ales from Goose Island. And Goose Island is putting on both of our watch parties this weekend. So make sure you give them some love. They've got that bull and goose out at the United Center now. Yeah, Emma yeah. and I tried that when we went to the uh, UC for the tasting event. And how was it? It was delicious. Light and delicious. I don't really know how to like judge beer, but it was good. Um, so you got to drink a lot of it is yeah. basically what it comes yeah. down to. Since I'm the director of song and you're the director of fun, do you want to do a little ditty for Mo Kina? Yeah, what should we do? Mo Kina. Again with Mo, the same. Mo, Mo. Kina. <laughs> Mo. I feel like we're doing like the Garth and Cat thing. <laughs> we're trying to like sing. I mean, we got to have we a Mo Kina song. That was awkward. I- Mo. Let's get the show. You're, you're just like, we've Mo, just emboldened Mo, Mo, harm Mo to Kina. sing way too much in this office. Yeah, let's, uh, some people let's love it. It's very polarizing. You know, some people really it enjoy it and some don't. The Bears Bastard is joining us today. He's us two shows <laughs> with Carm today. I can go for three, TBH. My guy. Maybe we can hook you up with uh, with the White Sox podcast after this. There we go. I guess that, that, that starts halfway through, but maybe you could go over there and join. I'll sit on someone's lap for five minutes i've ruined the, <laughs> i ruined their podcast for a second yesterday which i apologize yeah. for didn't realize that i was that loud you were singing. doing your dress rehearsal of secret agent fraud now available wherever you get your music yes that's right <laughs> so we have a fun show today we're talking of course as we always do uh the chicago bears where they're at they are two and five uh, headed into this weekend's matchup against the chargers we're also talking about the zero and one bulls who uh, debuted last night at the United Center. Carm was out there for that one. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the 18th anniversary of the 2005 White Sox. The last time Chicago White Sox fans were truly happy was October 26, 2005. Uh, That date, of course, now turns uh, voting age, smoking age. Still can't (laughs) buy a beer, but uh, they're getting close. So. Okay, so you're going to hit yourself in the face again with the uh, microphone? No, but I just never liked the angle of it, you know? But I don't know, like, uh, yeah, you gotta tilt down. Like, should way. it be here? No. I would for this like setup. I wouldn't hate the headsets, honestly. Good note. Good note. Because then we can sit back <laughs> more. You know, then we yeah. can be like this. I feel great. I'm just trying to be positive. <laughs> can we can we get into the best case scenarios? It's a well, happy. Well, first off, I want to give out an award. Oh, okay, yes. great. This week's taking care of business award winner, powered by Comed, goes to. I'm going to make you guess. I'm probably going to give you one guess, and I think you're going to know who this goes to. Hit it, Carm. 
swinging in from West Virginia, making his first out, getting W's. All right, you're giving it to Bajan? That's amazing. Tyson Bajan, Bears quarterback, backup quarterback. Drafted into duty, 20 of 29 for 162 yards, one touchdown, no turnovers, and a quarterback rating of 97.2. Last year, he was shredding Division II quarterback, uh, Division II programs. This year, he's shredding the Las Vegas Raiders. Not too big of a jump, but still a jump. And uh, congratulations oh, to Tyson for getting that's that. rude to the Raiders. I mean, is it not? No, they're terrible. It's Wait, a, can we talk about how Tyson is, is trending on TikTok among Gen Z? The How did ladies, that work? He he might be like the new Travis Kelsey. Wow. I I know. Wow. I know. What do you think? Is he on that level? I didn't. I saw him up close on Sunday. I, I, he's a good looking guy. I don't think it's like I didn't feel the way. He's a distinct look. You probably have to like the tattoos, dude from yeah. West Virginia, sort of thing. But yeah. I mean, he's, he's a How do you feel man. about a chest piece? Um, I I don't mind tattoos. That's fine. On a chest. Yeah. Sure. Okay, great. I don't <laughs> care. Why? He's got a big chest tattoo. That's quite a well, tattoo. I saw all the ones on his arm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's amazing that he's, well, I mean, he's the Bears quarterback, at least QB2. Let's say it like I always yeah. wonder like how college kids, and not, not, not even necessarily athletes, always have so much tattoos because I don't have any tattoos. It's my understanding that they're expensive. Very. Well, and also, they take a lot of time. And the nicer they are, the more expensive they are. Did you, I'm, I'm assuming that you're not as deep into Bears world that, I live in, which is watching Bajan's press conference yesterday. Or are you? Are you? I've seen, I I didn't watch yesterday, but. Okay, you're pretty in there. Regardless. I'm I'm really impressed with like how polished he is. It's it's almost kind of like his dad kind of took him through and like did some training for these press conferences. Yeah, no, he he, maybe he did. That's actually a great question, like how he got so comfortable. But the, the, the reason I'm bringing it up, because she's, Casey's talking about chest tattoos. Him and DJ Moore that was, that was me, bonded. <laughs> D, you like you should like this. Him and DJ Moore bonded in the steam room, and he talked about like just being in the steam room with both of our shirts off. And he saw my tattoos, and I saw his tattoos. Is that not a? I, I, That's I an experience. It. I mean, when you go steam room with someone, it's the next level. <laughs> it's a new level of trust. It, I mean, it really is. Carmen all is tennis buddies. We know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, Carm. Is Carm wearing a towel in the steam room? That's yes. my question. Yes. Just wondering. Yes. You're going to ask me how I feel about towels in the steam room now, too? I'm not asking you that. I don't know why you're making this <laughs> Girls awkward. wear towels Calling in the steam HR room. Calling HR right now, Lawrence. <laughs> Come on. Right? Do anything. Girls wear towels in the steam room yeah, with other girls? Yeah, or a bathing suit or like a sports bra. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. That's th- please. This is a yeah. family Carm show. asking right. like he doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do it differently. But you come on. If you're going to any gym, public service announcement, towel up on your way to the shower, in the steam room. Nobody wants to see any of your stuff. Nobody. Thank so you. Karma is old, but not that old, apparently. I, I, th- I thought, like, yeah, once you get, like, a certain age. Oh. Yeah, that's true. The, the towel rolls in the gym just get a little bit more lax well my my freshman roommate at the university of hartford when i got terrible grades he he loved to stand in front of the mirror and just look at himself all his full self and i'm like can you can you not do that you went to the university of hartford yeah it was a terrible experience but that's when vin baker was there oh nice. one one year of vinnie bake and then i transferred to iowa is that still a university i haven't heard of that university since vin baker was there it's still honestly. there it's still there i thought maybe like once the whalers went away they got rid yeah. of the school they just the city ceased I, I, I went to a Hawks Whalers game. That's saw, awesome. Saw JR play. The mall. Hashtag old. Favorite uh, favorite Hartford Whaler of all time? No chance I'm pulling that. Zarly Zalapsky? You're so uh, good. I'm <laughs> probably going to go with um, Verbeek. I okay. like Verbeek. Well, I up until about that, th- whole, that whole era, the early 90s. Yeah. Loved all those guys. Up until Both. about three, three years Sanderson. ago, I really wanted a Joel Quenville Whalers jersey. That would have been a... yeah. Oh, no? I don't remember him as, as a whaler. I know, but you, it's something you could have worn to the United Center. Right. But Celtics. Got some compliments. Celtics used to play a handful of games at, in the Hartford Convention Center, wherever the hell. The mall. They play. Yeah. In the mall. Okay. Back right. to, let's focus. Back to Today's main topic. The Chicago Bears have 10 games left. And we're going to do a temperature check on them. What is really the best case scenario and I'm not going to say that like the best possible case scenario, best case scenarios, they win the Super Bowl. 
Probably not happening. Although, that's hilarious. If you're the Arizona, if you're watching the Arizona Diamondbacks, why not? It's football's a different. That's different. Sure. I think we can win realistically like five more games. So five and five, which would put them at seven and ten to finish the season. Okay, Casey. I think we get a win against Saints. I don't know about this weekend. I'm not sure. What do you guys think? Until Banjan loses, I think he's going to win. I, honestly, that's, I, I swear, <laughs> that's, that's it. I'm being honest, too. I think you get a dub for Saints, Panthers. I thought about this earlier. Vikings, mm-hmm. Browns, and Cards. So I, I don't think you get a... I don't think you beat the Lions once or twice. Okay. Do you? Maybe. Well, I, I certainly think it's maybe more on the table after last week when they got housed by the Ravens. So yeah. maybe you somehow steal that game here. Uh, you win the turnover battle. But yeah, I wouldn't put them down for either Detroit game as a victory. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm in optimism land here. So... And I just, I don't even want to think about them losing Oh, there's this week. a schedule. Oh, oh thank that's God. beautiful. Oh, about time. Sorry about the delay. Good work. Uh, all right. I got them winning on Sunday. Screw the Chargers. Let's go. Sunday night, fireplace. Come on out. Hang out. Five dollar beers. Yeah. We'll put Justin you on the Herbert show. Justin Herbert sucks. Justin Herbert sucks. Justin Herbert's injured. Bajan's the king. Let's freaking go. Uh, the Saints defense scares the shit out of me, uh, to be honest. I, I, I'm worried about that game. Uh, and Carolina, let's go at home. Come on. Mark it down. W. Everybody's I mean, that's obvious. Well, Hopefully. I mean, nothing's obvious when you're the Bears, but sure. Uh, why not? And then you get then you have the extra time going into the Lions. Let's go. Bring it on. I got a W there. Why not? Um, Minnesota should have beaten them already. Let's go. Take them down. Why not? Into the bye. Now we got extra time again. You for can't Detroit. just say why not. <laughs> yeah. You, they that, the Vikings. That got Hogan to trouble when he did a why not 10th win on his on his preseason prediction. All right. Fine. I'll 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 put two more losses on the schedule. 10 and 7. Let's go. Best case, if you're looking for best case scenario. Actually, I think, honestly, I think best case scenario is 6 and 11. Uh, I, I, that's, I think they're more realistic land if you're talking 6. I think they can get to 6. Um, but if they get in that, yeah. if they're sitting there at 8 and 8, Eight, you know, to, to like literally what we were saying with, with uh, GM Jake Flanagan. Like, I think that's honestly like if you're talking best case scenario, mm-hmm. them having a chance the last week of the season to get in the playoffs, that would be completely and utterly crazy. But that's what if you're talking best it, case scenario, it, it's, that's it's what a week NFC. I, I think that the best case scenario right now in the near term starts with making sure that you beat the Panthers on Thursday, November 9th, because that is not, you can't give them a, a win right. in, in those, that, those win totals. So to me, that is number one priority, right? Like you've already, you've already gotten your second win. The, the Panthers are still on, you know, only one win. So, or wait, have they won? No, they, no, they haven't won any games. Winless. Right. Winless. I'm sorry. Yep. So, they got the Texans this week. They're at home, you, they're a three-point underdog. You got to make sure that that happens, right? Yeah, um, I mean, okay, let's let's go the other way. Lose to the Chargers, lose to the Saints, two and seven. You get Carolina, you win three and seven. Lose to Detroit. Three. I just hate the travel here. <coughs> hate the travel. You, um, yeah, and yeah, and Cole Con- just said the the home away schedule is concerning. Six away, four home. Yeah. We will win more games. Exaggerated That's- history says we LOL, we might not win another game. I I No. No that four four of the next five on the road into the bye, and then you play the rest of the season mostly at home. I mean you're you're home with Detroit. You gotta go five minutes to Cleveland, yeah. five minutes to Green Bay. So I, I I don't feel great about the next month, but I'll tell you one thing, like kinda depending where the season goes and depending how injuries shake out, I don't think it's far fetched to say that they finish the year with four straight wins. You go into Cleveland and win. Deshaun Watson apparently is just checked out of life in his NFL career. Uh, you, you have the Cardinals here uh, at home. I don't think we beat Green Bay to close it out. They're done. You don't know where they're. The Packers are done. Sure you could. I think you win in Green Bay. Who, but sure you could, was, Case. They, they just never have done it in the last <laughs> uh, you know, 10 games or 20 games or 30 it's games or whatever. It's so dependent sure. on who's, who's starting quarterback. Like, what happens here the rest of the way through? Absolutely. 1,700 and some odd days. I forget exactly the number since they last beat the Packers, but we're coming for you on January the 7th, damn it. Do you remember that day where we all sat here and you guys were like, is Justin Fields the guy? And I was like, he is, because who else? Like, little did we know. 
But Tyson, Tyson Bajan, Bajan is not definitely next. the guy yet. He could be the guy. Guy had a, a nice down. and serviceable performance yeah, on, well, on Thursday. He's not the would, guy. Like, we, what are if, we talking If Justin about? Fields had a serviceable <laughs> performance. He's, they had more than be, serviceable okay. performances. I know. Two of them in the last month. Around the horn, what would it take for Bajan to be the guy for you? Best case scenario for Bajan. Realistic scenario for Kevin Kadick to sit here I mean, on this microphone on the CHGO. Like to say like he's going to be the quarterback of the future for yeah. the Bears? Or just like yeah. a, what, a guy. what would it take? I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? It's Tyson fucking Bajant. So Dude. what? He Dude. may or may not be good. Look We're not Purdy. going to know until he gets. Yeah, look at Brock Purdy. He was fucking terrible on Monday night. He's not a good quarterback. Why are you swearing? I don't care. It's like we're talking about Tyson Bajant. Come on. He's not the quarterback. You understand that Bajan is the biggest talking point in all of sports right now. Certainly in Bears sports land. It's a big talking point, Law. Uh, yeah. You, you, like, let's be honest. Let's bigger be honest than Victor Wembayana. Let's be honest about like what he is. Okay, what if is he, he can get a dub against the Chargers and the Saints, I, I don't, and the Panthers I, is an easy one. I don't think it's fair to say to crown him and say, okay, he's the next guy. I also do, do not think it's fair to put a limit on what he is right now. Thank you. I mean, you, we don't know, Lawrence. Like we don't. Like okay, he okay. had one good week. Let's see what what happens this week. I'll bet the under. <laughs> sure, that's fine. That's a fair that's, take. It, it's never a bad thing to bet the under on anything in sports, particularly when we're talking about Bears quarterbacks. Sure. I'll t- and, and that's fine. And I will, I will take the over. I don't know what, what the number or whatever is yeah. the over on this whole thing. I like I, the over, too. So I wrote in my fun. newsletter on Monday morning. I was like, let's just enjoy this for what is it, what it is right now. It's, it's a, Very it's good, a good story. It was a rare Bears victory Monday. I think what's what, the only... Second time, third time we've had one here since can, since launching CHGO. Can I can I kiss up to the boss for a minute? I really enjoy your newsletter. You, you you do a nice put things in perspective. It's a great way to start my week. I very much enjoy. Do you read it? Shit on your nose. Okay. Jesus. Cream cheese. Shit. Shit. Brown. Casey is being, Casey is being very oh, mom like okay. today right now. She's I got it. She's scolding Lawrence <laughs> for swearing. She's no, I'm cleaning saying off. you were brown nosing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I literally thought Nobody I had, got it. I, I, I thought he had shit on his job. face. Like, yeah. I don't know. Which is entirely possible. And I, because I just had me and Herrera were She's enjoying to the boss. We, I, I, well, yeah. I think. No, I, it is a good newsletter. But it's a good newsletter. P- y'all should get involved if you haven't gotten involved. Subscribe. Become a diehard. And James Robinson says, Law is the smartest guy on the podcast that he's producing. Well, that's generally how uh, yeah. these things well, work. James, James. who's the, the smartest, smartest girl on the podcast? And James, just because he agrees with you doesn't mean that you, or you agree girl. with him. Does not this mean that girl. he's the smartest, James. I said you don't know either, girl on the pod. Robinson. And then you said this guy. So this girl, smart guy. All right. Um, the, the best case scenario for the rest of the season involves who at quarterback? Justin Fields. I say you have Bajant halfway, and then you have Justin for Lions, Browns, Cards, Falcons, Green Bay. And that's the best case scenario, in my opinion. I mean, the best case scenario for the Bears is that they somehow find a way to make Justin Fields what everybody wants him to be. I'm. I say give I'm, give Bajan a, a whack at the Vikings. Whack a doodle at the Vikings. Yeah. Because Fields didn't. <laughs> well, I, I just don't. I don't think they're going to get it done with Justin. So, like, it to me. Do you want us? Much of a look at, at Bajan. I want. I, I I think they're going to win more games with Bajan. Did you Did you watch Lucas Patrick's mic'd up? I'm just jacked. yeah yeah. Do you watch it, Law? I'm sure you didn't, but it, nope, it messed up. Yeah yeah yeah. That's okay. Well, it's 13 minutes of him being insanely entertaining. And Lucas Patrick, by the way, does not like the media. Scowls at us every time we're in there. I'm going. I'm going out there tomorrow, and I'm I'm literally going to. What's, what's his problem? With I don't know. I don't know. He just doesn't like us. I mean, I think at points in time, perhaps people were hard on him, but I mean, he hasn't been on the field. He should be able to understand that he's going to get criticized. That's just the way it is. But, and I don't think this has been some massive attack on Lucas Patrick either, but it was very, it was really entertaining and it just showed his personality and his leadership. And it's a lot of what they've been missing. Uh, So if that guy stays healthy and can really sort of, bring the offensive line together mm-hmm. and he and the way he was talking about Bajan is the reason I'm bringing it up like he was these he was loving him up and talking about him to other people I don't know if he forgot he was mic'd up or he's doing it for the camera I, I'm guessing it was authentic yeah 
it was a lot of praise, man. It was, it was, it was, it was cool. So I'll throw a couple more things in. Obviously one paramount is health. Let's make sure that the guys we have, were able to see them out on the field. Hopefully Darnell Wright heals up because we've seen him take some steps. Um, we want to keep seeing things from Jervon Dexter, Zach Pickens, Tyreek Stevenson. We want to keep Gordon and Jaquan Brisker out there, make sure they continue developing in their journey. One thing I did want to bring up, a, a comment right now from Exaggerated History. He says, best case scenario is the number one pick. And yes. again, I think that would mean, okay, Carolina getting the number one pick. But to you, are should we be fretting over how much that second pick, the one the Bears own, gets pushed down? Or are we happy with wherever that lands because you do have that Carolina pick? I, I think we can presume it's coming in top three or four at the very least. Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, I mean, the Bears are trying to win games. You you want to establish some level of culture here. You want to figure out if either the quarterbacks can play at this point. So it's too early in the season for me to sit there and start to root for for losses. They they lose back to back games, and uh, I'll be begging for a win against Carolina. But after that, if they lose a couple more, then I'll st- then I'll be hoping that the quarterback has great games, whoever it is, and root that they can't stop anyone. But the D's coming up, man. Flus deserves some credit. They actually look like they know what they're doing on that side of the ball out of nowhere, which is a major, 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 major change. I did not see that coming. Neither did I. No, and and, and you're, you're kissing my ass about my newsletter, but like two or three weeks ago, I was all over Flus calling him the worst coach oh, in I history, didn't. which... You know, I thought you were over the top on that one. No. That's not a perfect newsletter, but it's very <laughs> <laughs> You were you were in your feelings that day. You were you were you were angry that yeah. the Bears were not delivering. I, I like I this take from Bro Delicious. He says, I know this is an unpopular take, but I think the best case scenario is enough success to have organizational security. Teams that fire coaches or GMs in two years are poverty franchises. That's a great point. Like uh, Casey Standahar's beloved Cleveland Browns. So hold on a second, Bro Delicious. You want Flus back is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's... Yeah. Just for consistency's well, sake? I mean, he probably wants him to be a better coach and maybe be a completely different person, but if he <laughs> could just, you know... Just I, I, keep I, the listen, same name. Sure, it'd be great that they have a head coach in there that, was, that knew what he was doing and you didn't have to fire him. But I'm, it's, it's interesting, like, dude... Do you you right now feel comfortable moving forward with the flus? Which I which by the way, like there's the bigger question is: Do you really think the Bears have organizational security? <laughs> no, not right now, but I, not I, at all. If they go Full five year. and five the rest of the way, I, I mean, I don't think that. Well, clearly, obviously, Kevin Warren's going nowhere, and that's your that's the top. And I'd be stunned if anything happened with the general manager. I don't think that's happening. And the general manager loves the head coach. So I, I'd be surprised if anything happens with Flus unless they finish 3-14 and 14 again. Right. You know, and I don't think they're going to do that. They should be 3-4. and four. Like, you blew the Denver game. That's a straight – I mean, that you, you they absolutely should be 3-4. and four. Mm-hmm. So they should have as many wins right now as they had last year. Now, of course, last year they were 3-4. And three if you and pick off too. either one of Tampa Bay or Minnesota, we're, right. we're in business. You're, you're a 4-3 and three team, and the narrative is so much different. But they are 2-5, and five and – It's a long season, 10 games left. That's a lot, a lot of football to be played. So hopefully they come out and <clears throat> put on a good showing in Los Angeles this weekend. By the way, Sunnyside is your home. For judgment-free cannabis shopping, it is a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football season. And no matter where you are on your cannabis journey, it offers easy online ordering and in-store pickup. Offer also offers a great transparent loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards. It is Illinois' favorite dispensary, and you can find them anywhere. And when, once you do get there, you'll find Sunnyside House of Brands from Mindy's to Good News to Cresco uh, to even a brand like High Supply, which offers quality weed that's always available. Their buds are expertly grown, lab tested, and available in vape carts, vape pens, flour, popcorn, shake, pre-rolls, shorties, and concentrates. I only know about what, like half of what those things are, but if I went in there, their bud <laughs> tenders would explain what the rest of them are. So Emma again. definitely check out Sunnyside. <laughs> uh, by the way, through October 31st, 
you can head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer. That is not stackable with other promotions. And that's not only for new customers. Anyone can use that code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. Don't watch the Bulls. We're going to talk about them next, though. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets by betting 5 bucks, $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You're going to start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone gets a shot at even bigger basketball wings. strength basketball wins thank you string together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot of making your payday even sweeter so yes basketball more fun when you're in on the action download the DraftKings Sportsbook app do it now use the code CHGO new customers $200 in bonus bets instantly after betting just $5 that's only. a good deal it is an excellent deal only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that code CHGO the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER visit www.1800GAMBLER.net in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit CC pg.org please play responsibly we have a boot casino and resort kansas licensee partner golden nugget lake charles louisiana 21 and over varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources good job carm hey before we get into uh the bulls and whatever the hell that was last night i do want to ask you this casey you were on the sidelines on Soldier Field on Sunday. I was. You had a nice little gig helping out Laura Oakman of Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that experience like? It was awesome. I was a production runner for the NFL on Fox on Sunday with Laura Oakman. And it was so cool because I got there at like 7 a.m. And they were just loading everything in. And mm-hmm. it's just so crazy to like see Soldier Field like empty and just quiet. Everything is just like dewy in the morning. And it was really cool. And then once like production people started to arrive and Laura got there around like nine. A lot of the players arrived too. And that's so cool because they have like the dogs outside and like they come in and they're sweet cars. And yeah, it's yeah. just really cool to like see that a- aspect of it. This was my first Bears home game. Ever. I had never been to a Bears home game. So yeah, it was really cool amazing. to, yeah, to be on the field and <coughs> just like help Laura with whatever she needed. You know, it's kind of just like a. So know, what did some- you see during the, I, I know a lot was made of like, okay, how are, um, teammates reacting to Beijing like what did you see uh, uh, from that angle yeah I I was impressed that everyone seemed the camaraderie was high like everyone seemed really excited for him and Mm -hmm. his teammates were like cheering him on and and the sidelines seemed positive even Justin Fields seemed pretty positive I was gonna say what what did you see anything between QB1 and QB2 um no like interactions but he seemed to be just pleasant he wasn't like you know not paying attention or frowning I know he can sometimes have like a you know resting Fields face. Um, well, he looked he, I, 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 when, when he got the game ball. You saw him in the background. He looked. He, he was really happy. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. And so and it's like what Carm said. It's like, yeah, you're excited for the guy, but you also want your job. So it's a double-edged sword type of thing. But yeah. it was really cool. And the post-game interview with Tyson that Laura did was really great because she really like drew an answer out of him that was more about you know his journey from d2 to the nfl yeah just kind of she said let's inspire people some people today and he was able to like kind of open up and say something that was more heartfelt because when you do your first network interview like that it's really easy to go cliche you know like he could have just been like yeah you know flus helped me out good good game like that's not his game he's a real person i swear it's but if you watch if you watch his dad and how entertaining and kind of how um you know, he's just very outgoing too, so yeah. it, it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it was a really cool experience, cool day. Um, you know, I think that on the other side, the Raiders, like you know, have, not having Jimmy G in the game was interesting yeah. too. I wonder what it would have been like. So for a game like that, that is just a run, you know run of the mill NFL game. Obviously, they don't staff it out as much as you know a, mm-hmm. a bigger game, and there's only one reporter for both mm-hmm. sidelines. How do you? Uh, divide your time between both. I learned that from Laura this this past weekend. I mean, she kind of just roams the sidelines. I woke up on Monday sore. My legs were sore and I wore tennis shoes. She just kind of walks around and decides, uh, you know, where to be. She'll follow an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, 
think the, I can't remember what player it was, but somebody hurt their their ankle during the game on the Bears side, and she was kind of monitoring that. And then she would go back to the Raiders side, and it didn't matter what team was in the lead. She was just kind of patrolling the sidelines gotcha. and so hanging out. Is she allowed when there's no uh, there's nothing being played? Is she allowed to cut across the field, or does she no, still have to walk around? We the still perimeter? walk around, okay. and we duck under the big camera too on the sides. Gotcha. It was awesome, and it's cool because. You know, she can do a report from anywhere. Those microphones are state-of-the-art. So, like, she could be on either side and so still ap- hear So, apparently, the losing home losing streak started when Bragg stopped attending home games. Ah. And now it ended once you showed up. So, apparently, now the rule is either you or Bragg's has, has to, to be there, there for every home game. If you both show up, who knows what could happen. I think that means I have to be on the sidelines for every game. <laughs> I posted that idea. I was like going to yeah. be there and a couple of people on Instagram were like, oh my God, are you reporting? And I was like, is that a joke? <laughs> but I wish. <laughs> it's hilarious. You never know. Yeah, one day maybe. It was cool. It's your future. We know this. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Speaking of on, uh, on-site reporting, Carm, you were out there doing the thing for uh, Wait, can the we Bulls get to last night. Super chat, please. What oh, was a super? I, I missed it. The Bears bastard, four ninety nine. I got you. It's almost like that CEO style of coaching was total BS. What's happening? Oh, there's a there's fly. A fly. There's a fly. Uh, there's a fly. <laughs> Flu should have been calling the defense since day one. You're right about that, the Bear bastard. It would have been gone a lot, whole lot better. It couldn't have gone worse. Uh, to answer your question, Kev Bulls last night. All I know is they broke out. It was like. Was this 1998? T-shirts on every chair. He introduced the whole team. Stage set up. I've never. I haven't seen that many media out there, or like just whatever. Like Bulls invite. You showed up. Well, I mean, I go. He's always out there. I, I go all the time, and so I'm, I'm used to it. it's me, Cheryl Ray, and uh, and Will Gottlieb, and Casey Johnson, and Joe Colley. Like there's six people there. Last night there was. Uh, I mean, all the TV was out, and and but the Bulls had like a lot of people coming in. We all um, get it. I'm gonna let that go, and you guys can continue to do it's fly uh, fly attack. I like it. Um, anyway, it was they tried to, to to ramp it up, Kev, and then uh, they went out and played, and they did have a lead in the third quarter, and then it just completely fell apart. So yeah. right. I I don't. It's uh, I actually didn't tune in until they started shrinking down, and I was like. Ugh. I mean, we're waiting. We're waiting for a long time after the game for Billy to come speak to the media. And so it was obvious that something was happening. And it was team meeting after game one. Billy walks in there, at least how he told it. And I mean, you you can draw a lot of parallels to how the Bulls debuted and how the Bears debuted. It's like, what the hell were you guys doing all offseason? How do you come out this flat? At home, yep. with all the hoopla and Carm in attendance. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, the, Th- the Thunder have a good competitive, you know, uh, hard-charging team. They're young. They're interesting. Shea Gilgis-Alexander was amazing last night. Uh, but, you know, the, the Bulls have enough talent to – I'm not saying they need to – there should be winning every game against an Oklahoma City style. I'm not even talking about being the best teams yeah. in the league. But to be getting blown out by 20 on your home floor – is bad. I forgot who tweeted it yesterday, so I can't properly attribute it, but somebody said Billy Donovan left Oklahoma City because he didn't want to sit through another rebuild there, and they've already rebuilt faster than mm-hmm. – I mean, not that the Bulls rebuild, were rebuilding really, but – Continuity. <sighs> well, you know, Man. The, the over-under in Vegas for the Bulls is 37.5. So – After last night. Right, and maybe it's dropped. Now I haven't checked today. But the point being that – those in the know do not expect this to be a 500 team. They expect them to be under 500. I think it's baked in that there'll be sellers at the deadline. Tomorrow will end up somewhere else. And it's just a weird roster, right? You've got, you got 7,000 guards, 7, none of whom can shoot threes. I mean, like Kobe White's the only okay, one. Kobe that, can. Yeah, that's about it. Um, I mean, if we're already arguing over the ball, and I mean, You've got the good thing is we thought three years ago once, once DeMar came here that there was going to be fighting over the ball. It didn't happen for a while, but I mean, if Vooch is upset over is it, who's getting the ball and when, and you've got Kobe White needing to take his shots, and right, Vooch doesn't see the ball for a while, and he just doesn't like how they're playing. Period. So him and Billy have a moment on the sideline that was bizarre. That I mean, Vooch just lost his mind, um, and they both 
said afterwards that it was great and good for the team. Maybe it is. It's, it's I just can't see how it is. You just don't have players-only meetings the first game of the season. And I, I think we sat here, and I don't think any of us really bought into this offseason plan. I mean, maybe maybe there was a pocket of Bulls fans who maybe sort of did, but, I mean, Javon Carter and Torrey Craig did not do a lot for me. We sat here last week, and I said, I, I don't see Patrick Williams taking a jump, and, and I think Kobe White can only do so much, even though he's an improved player. I think we know what this team is. Yeah. Uh, well, right now, if we're underlining who was correct last week, it would be Kevin Kadick. <laughs> I was sitting there trying to sell Patrick Williams to myself probably and perhaps to somebody out there who's wanting to believe that the number four overall pick is going to unlock something. And I still think that, but it's, you know, we're getting, we're getting late. I, I, I don't... I don't know if I, what do I do if I'm the Bulls because you, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like you have to pick a lane. Zach wants to pay, play fast. DeMar wants to play slow. Vooch wants to yeah. play slow. You, none of the point guards uh, can you, – you, Kobe's an offensive point guard. Can't guard. I mean, he tries to. He's, he's a better defender than he was, but Io's a better defender. Trevon Carter's a better defender. Like, what, how, you know, how do you – what's your best pathway to victory and play those guys – versus like searching for it every single night playing a ro- rotation of 10 i don't know they're 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 in a and, i think I, I think we could be sitting here in january and we are talking about a team maybe with a different coach eh. they like billy yeah but maybe maybe we'll just walk out the door by the way like You know, I see, you know, Shai Gilgis Alexander coming to town. I think, man, this guy's going to put it up. And and, and he, he keeps doing that against the Bulls. Does anybody, like, look at our team and look at Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan or Vooch and say, oh, God, these guys are going to, like, and how often do they actually do that? Well, first of all, no one says that. but It happened for five seconds when DeMar was putting up, when he was DeJordan. Right, he's old and he's great and he's, he's a good teammate and I like rooting for him and I'm glad that he's worn a Bulls uniform at some point in his career and yep. he's a borderline Hall of Famer maybe. Sure. Time's uh, up He though. is what it is, right. So yeah. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. By the way, I did a, uh, <clears throat> so Taylor Swift's 1989 album comes out on Friday and I was wondering how many Chicago athletes were born in 1989 I went through all the rosters. There are three. Oh, my God. Can you name them? So, DeMar, is that right? DeMar is one, so. Okay, that's how we got there. Old so, Chicago athletes. So, I just spotted you. I spotted you one of the three. And Casey Patrick, already knows the one, so she can't. Patrick Scales? No. All right. Um, Teams, please. No, I'm not even going to get it. Uh, they're both on the Cubs. They're both on the Cubs. Okay. Oh. Old Cubs. <laughs> oh, old 1989 is an old. Well, it is. It is for a professional athlete now. So wait, Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks is one. Okay, 34 years old. Is that what so, and that would mean. Let's see, going around the diamond. Uh, Dansby. No, 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 he's younger. No, um, one of the catchers. It's another another pitcher. Another pitcher. It's, well, that's gonna be a problem. It's, it ain't Justin Wilson. Oh, it's so Stroman. No, no, he's thirty-two. Okay, yeah, that's not that would that math would not add up. Okay, um, I don't Drew, know. It's Drew Smiley. Yeah, great. Drew Smiley. Yeah. I mean, there's not even that many players who were born in like 1988 or earlier. Like, it's like Mercedes Lewis and Father Time <laughs> keeps on. T- Father Game Time. There we go. We can do that too. I'm not sure. Kyle Davidson was born in 1989, was he? Well, how old is Kyle Davidson? I think he's 37. Like, yeah, 37? he's older okay. than me. All right. By the way, Game Time. Game Time. Game time would have been a. There was a lot of good deals. I was looking at uh, at the Bulls. There was deals to be had at game time. He was born in eighty eight. Last night, you could have gotten in for thirty forty bucks last night, mm-hmm. which is a good price for opening night at Bulls. But you should not have to worry for really any uh, finding tickets for any big event because game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices and views from your seat. 
and the game time uh, uh, best price guarantee, it takes the guesswork out of all of just buying your tickets. Uh, if you you know check out the game time app, you'll find things like flash deals, zone deals, views from all the seats in the venue. Um, they also also offer event cancellation protection, job loss protection. Game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And the all-in prices, I do like this, show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees because, you know, they're competitors. You think you're getting a good thing, you click through, and it ups the price by like 33%. GameTime is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. And again, you check out those flash deals and the zone deals where you pick the section and GameTime picks the seats for an average of 18% off. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right. We're hitting in segment three. And the way that these anniversaries fall, this Thursday is the 18th anniversary of the Chicago White Sox World Series 2005. Next Thursday will be the seventh anniversary of the Cubs 2016 World Series Championship. So kind of works out pretty well. Today we'll talk about that that 2005 White Sox Championship, some of your memories, Carm, some of my memories. Next week we'll talk about the Cubs. But uh, what do you remember from that run, Carm? Well, Kev, I was a proud vendor. Experiencing. Oh, you were. I was, and uh, I remember... Being, what if I bought something from you? You might have. I used to sell to Hogue. Probably um, yelled at him. Does he remember? Uh, like, oh, yeah. No, no. Well, think, well, that's when he Carm, was. Do you think Kev tipped you well? I, I would bet on Kev tipping. Did, did Hogue tip you tipper. well? Hogue's a great tipper. Is he? <laughs> I don't know if young Hogue was or not. Um, but I remember, you know, game two freezing raining i doubt i bought anything for that game because it was yeah. too cold to do anything it, it was it was miserable bears beat the ravens earlier in the day i mean i was selling like in that play first of all guaranteed rate field or the sell at that time whatever it was playoff games the biggest drunk fest of all time you're talking like everyone talks about wrigley the outfield the bleachers at comiskey mm-hmm. just uh, i mean belligerent it was i mean i was just rolling in it 25 cases a game now that night i probably sold half of it but i remember being you know leaving in the seventh being happy to get out of there because it was it was so cold and so miserable and i'm under i'm underneath the left field bleachers changing gonna go back up in like regular clothes when kadurko hits the granny and it felt like that place was coming down so you didn't see it you did not see it i did not see it but it was i've never been underneath the stadium there and felt anything like that. Like it literally felt like I was in a danger zone. How much right. it was That's moving. Cool. Yeah. And so then where were you for the Scotty pods home run? Did you stay? I don't think I stayed. <laughs> I would remember it if I did. So I must you have had to left. go home and warm I, up. I must've left. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I watched I mean, that game with uh, my, my dad, my brother and my good friend art. We were in the upper deck, uh, just over first base. And that, that, that was just an incredible game. Um, just, the, the first pitch for Canerco off of Chad Qualls and, and just lining into left field bleachers. I, I, you know, if I'm being honest, which is the whole point of being in front of this microphone, I, you know, I was, I had not made the transition to being a Sox fan at that so point. So you were angry? Not, yes, but I don't remember being angry at that point, but I do remember being in my apartment, 4868 North California, ground ball to short, uh, Uribe, White Sox win the World Series, and I screamed as loud as you could possibly scream, no, because <laughs> I knew that Cubs fans were going to be dead. Oof. And people and the upstairs neighbor who I had never seen ever came running down and like banged down my door was like, you know, you, you can't you can't be doing that or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, the White Sox just won the World Series. <laughs> he was angry that you yelled. Yes. Well, because it was your landlord or your neighbor, the neighbor. And, I said, and they were not a, a, and I'm a like, baseball fan at, right. at all. I'm like, do you understand the White Sox just won the World Series? You cannot. This is this is this, I, I get out of it. Get out of here. And then, because guys, I knew for Cub, because if you put it in a, in a Cub fan terms, you had 03, 
Gonzalez Bartman, say it in that order. Oh, for the Red Sox and right. their curse, and now the White Sox. I mean, it was and like, it seemed like okay. This the, the way it was supposed to play out was the Cubs ending in 03, right. Red Sox ending in 04. And so, of course, the Cubs screwed that up. Yeah. It took them a little while. And it only took them 13 more years after that to get back and do it. So, Casey, did you stay up for that game, or were you in bed for – did you have, like, a big day of the seventh grade the next – I don't remember wow. the White Sox World Series. <laughs> you and ESPN and everyone else. I got nothing for you guys except for the highlights I've seen over time as well, I Well, they did older. beat the Cleveland Indians to get there. The Cleveland yes. Indians make a, made a late charge, but mm-hmm. uh, the, the White Sox went wire to wire that year. Had a little hiccup in the beginning of September, but then Grady Sizemore had a big error in Kansas City, lost the ball in the sun. Uh, they put the Who wasn't Sox a Grady in. Sizemore fan? Who wasn't? Grady Sizemore was, had a really great start to his career. He was kind of like a, I don't know, like who does comp be? Like, a Tyson Bajan. No, no, wait, no, he was <laughs> much. Better bring yeah. it back. I mean, Grady Sizemore, I think. Who cares about Grady Sizemore? Why are we comp at Grady Sizemore? We're a, we're a Chicago podcast. Well, cares. I'm just saying Grady Sizemore was a really good player. Sure. So we're, we're remembering like, some guys. Sox beat Let the hell out of remember guys. We're remembering guys. Okay. Grady Sizemore. Would Who's you your favorite that? random 2005 White Sox, Carm? Pods. Is he random? Well, oh, if you want to go full random. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, full rando. Full rando. Tadahito Gucci? Tadahito's, I would say that's yeah. rando. I mean, he's a starter. Tadahito. Carl, Carl Everett? Yeah. He doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Does not believe in dinosaurs. Hmm. I'd have to look at the roster to be honest. If yeah. we're going, that was a random. fun team. It's a great team. I mean, four complete games in the postseason. So they won five games to finish the regular season, combined with their eleven-one um, postseason. They won sixteen of their last seventeen games. It is the Insanity. greatest finish in baseball history. And yet. ESPN does not remember it. Yeah, can, can I say El Duque? Is that a random one? El Duque was, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Him in, in Boston getting out of the... That, that was insane. Bases loaded with no outs. Getting out of the inning. Whew. So Bobby Jenks uh, was just named manager of the Windy, Windy City Thunderbolts, so you'll be seeing him around these Windy parts. Windy City so. Thunderbolts, a thing. I thought Richie, Richie Sexton was. Uh, apparently Cubs not third base coach, hey, Willie Harris. Guy. That's a random Richie guy. Richie Sexton is a guy. Wait, what? They well, changed their manager already? It was just a year ago. Well, I think that's how these things work. It's not <laughs> necessary. You, you're not necessarily like the Windy City. He's Windy's, the guy, Windy yeah. City Thunderbolts. It's Big Bobby. Richie Sexton's uh, players are probably striking out all the time, just like he did. There I used go. to cover their games when I was coming up. I still am. But when I was coming up, <laughs> I used to go all the way down to Crestwood and cover yeah. the Thunderbolts. Goodness gracious. Good job. Someone had to do it. I did. Someone had to do it. Now you're on the sidelines at Fox. Not quite. Now you're an intern at Fox. Carm, do you think we'll ever see another White Sox World Series in yes, our lifetime? Yes, 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 yes. It depends how long we live. I, I, I mean, it depends how long someone else lives. I know that. Ooh. <laughs> and taking care of business. <laughs> he will be our award winner there that day. Go. He did not take care of any business. Oh, he took care of his own business. Sure did. All right. Hey, speaking of taking care of business, are you in the market for a newer used vehicle? Because if you are, you can take care of business because we have great news for you. Ray Chevy and Fox Lake has just joined the CHO team. You've probably heard that. And we were talking with the team at Ray, and they have this pledge called the Ray Price Promise. It is a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you pay when you go into the dealership. We found that in many cases, other dealers will raise the price on you when you come into the dealership saying things like, are you a recent college grad? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? Are you a member of the 2005 Chicago White Sox? In most cases, the the answer, unless you're Neil Kotz, is no. And that's when the other dealers will raise the price on you, Mr. Not Neil Kotz, saying the price online included limited rebates that were only for Neil Kotz, and you do not qualify for them because you're not Neil Kotz. But at Ray, that is not the case. Because Neil Kotz and you qualify for the price that you saw online. And it's the price you pay with no add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for you, which may make the price lower than you see online. And as one of the top-selling dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories. Right now, you can save big at Ray Chevy during their Truck or Treat Savings event. Because 0% is back and now available on new Silverado trucks, the perfect tailgate vehicle. So come on down to Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake and find the vehicle you've been searching for. 
And best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the rate price promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. Serving the community since 1963, find new roads. And look, if you're watching this podcast right now and you're not a diehard, just do it right now. We, we're hooking you up with the best premium content with 20% off all our events with incredible merchandise the free t-shirt when you become a member and we've got one more tailgate left which we'd love to see you at november the 9th when it's bears panthers we must win biggest game of the year hands down huge game without a question super bowl massive bears. Plus, plus like you know weather wise probably like hopefully it'll be like the last good night we have for a while so hey uh, if you come out to that one X-Golf is giving away a $200 gift certificate to any of their three Chicagoland locations. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say three. To any of their Chicagoland locations. So they've got more than three. $200 gift card. Find the X-Golf nearest you at playxgolf.com forward slash Chicagoland. Playxgolf.com forward slash Chicagoland. $200 gift certificate if you come on out and win that bad boy on the ninth against the Panthers. Become a diehard, support us, and we give you back all the value and then some. Lots of good shirts to be had. Yes, I'm going to buy a couple today, actually. I need an upgrade. Upgrade. Jake gave me this uh, White Sox one today. You look great. It's good to be friends with... I was wearing a shirt that was not appropriate to the uh, sponsors of the show. He wears a lot of inappropriate t-shirts. You had to do the inside-out thing that you do in school. Yeah. Did you ever have to do that? Well, this is kind of a weird, funny story. I, in high school, the pink Victoria's Secret, like, pants with pink on the butt, like it said P-I-N-K on the butt, you weren't allowed to wear those to school, in my school. But I woke up late one day and just did. Mm -hmm. Oops. Why weren't you allowed to wear them? I don't know. We weren't allowed to wear writing on the butt. Did you go to, like, a Catholic school? No. It was, like, a strict public school because they thought people Mm. were going to look at your butt. No they writing were. on the butt. That, well, so, that, that solved it, yeah. So my biology teacher, <laughs> my biology te- teacher, shout out Mr. Kalen, was like, Miss Standahar, and he like pulled me up to the front of the class, and he made me change. Did like, you point out that he was, I was like, Mr. How, Kalen, how would you're looking you know? at my butt. Did so. you say that? You should have said that. Quit looking at my ass. I had to go home and change. I'm it's so 16. embarrassing. I forgot. <laughs> you had to go home. <laughs> wow. I had to go home and change. No, we couldn't wear the, uh, well, I, I went to, I went to Catholic high school. So there was, I mean, we had to dress code, but I think in like seventh and eighth grade, you couldn't wear the, like the big Johnson shirts, Remember big Johnson, <laughs> big Johnson shirt. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, there were these shirts that you buy like in shitty, like t-shirt stores or like, you know, door County or, uh, Wisconsin Dells. And they would have like. Big Johnson baseball, Big Johnson basketball, and nice. it would have like an incredibly tasteless joke or something on it. You know what I'm talking about, Carm? No, but I support that rule. No Big Johnsons. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from my heritage, that's too intimidating. <laughs> for a nice medium to small okay, for those, that's that situation. We should end the show, I think. I have no comment. Medium Schwanz. <laughs> Do the best I can, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all. This has Thank been. you for watching the Chicago Sports Podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs> 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 <laughs>